0: Welcome to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm here today with my friend, my videographer, and a great all-around guy, Curtis Schneid. Kurt, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, Mark. Good to be here. Kurt is a professional videographer, I guess is the right term. He set up my YouTube page, which I think is absolutely cool. So go to YouTube, Amtower Raw. But uh, give me your background. How would you get into this?
1: So I was always into video. It's something that uh, as a kid I I really enjoyed. And so we made silly videos and then went on to, in high school, do a a news show for the high school news. I announced some sports. I got into sports uh, casting and, and enjoyed that. It wasn't until I got to undergrad that I really fell into documentary, radio documentary, and being able to tell historical stories I won some awards there, had the opportunity to uh, study in Europe. I did radio in New York City for a little while and then uh, came back to my love for television and worked um, Discovery, doing uh, Discovery Health Channel programs it was the start of my career.
0: Cool. In Silver
1: Spring? Well, yeah, I was actually just down the street in Tacoma Park. Yeah, uh, okay. We were, uh, we were the guys that made the shows. All the suits, they were in Silver Spring in the you. tower in the nice <clears throat> yeah. offices. We. We we had pizza boxes and beer cans laying around. That that's where you made the television.
0: There you go. Yeah. So you and your partners, Brian MacLamara, right? Of uh, uh, both of Brand Ready. How did Brand Ready get
1: together? So Brian is is one of the the most talented cinematographer editors that I've ever worked with, and uh, you know we worked together for years independently. He had his uh, business, I had mine. But you know whenever I needed. Somebody to help me tell a story, I always turn to Brian and, and, and vice versa. And after about 10 years, we said, you know, this, this just feels right. Let's, let's put this together. And, and we're a really good partnership in that we complement each other very well. So the things that I'm not so good at, Brian really excels at. And I think the, the same is, is true vice versa. And so we finally, you know, after two years, kind of fallen into our our roles a little bit deeper. And I've really been able to trust that when I pass things off to Brian, it comes back better than my expectations were on the onset. So it's a a great partnership.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, if my videos are any example of that collaboration, uh, I'm a happy camper. So (laughs) uh, if that means anything to you. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's really
1: important these days, you know, as businesses look to utilize video as a strategy, um, there's a, a lot that they want to say that businesses aren't saying. And there are a lot of things that they shouldn't be saying that I see businesses say. And so it's important to, to not only get those beautiful pictures and, and nice effects that Brian is able to bring to, uh, to the screen, but to, to start with the messaging. And that's really where I focus my attention: is is start with the the business, the brand, uh, identify the ideal audience, and then let's work out the core messaging that needs to be put on the street to uh, accomplish that the company's goals and objectives. And sometimes that's, uh just as much uh, it's just as important what you don't say as it is what you do say.
0: Yeah, well, especially
1: for somebody like me, so <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you may have a reputation of saying things that uh, you might not want to say again. Well,
0: yeah, um, that, that, <laughs> that, that that would be accurate. So, um, so I'm looking around the web uh, for for some some topics here, and at Uberflip, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Uberflip. Uh, you know, everybody knows the graphics pull regardless of the medium. So if it's a print, graphics mm-hmm. help. If it's on the web, graphics help. If you're doing a PowerPoint, graphics certainly help. Uh, So – but I saw a stat that said that uh, particularly social media profiles with videos get three and a half times more views and they stay a lot longer.
1: You know, I, I, I found that to be true. Uh, I, I see stats all the time. I brought, a, you know, six pages of stats here that, <laughs> that the guys at the shop printed off for me. Um, you know, the, the evidence is overwhelming. So we all know that you can communicate through voice. You can communicate through the written word. And the reason that television or video is so much more impactful exponentially more impactful is that you get the voice you can put those graphics the written word you can add to those those written words different font different color different size you can add some emotionally drawing music underneath there mm-hmm. right and so all these images and and modes of communication are combined in a video and so they hit all these different areas of the brain simultaneously and they make for a much more impactful communication. And that's why it's it's uh it's so much longer lasting and yeah. so much more effective.
0: And, you know, one one of the things you guys did when uh when I came over to shoot my first videos is the background had three of my books up there mm-hmm. which, you know, I wasn't expecting. Right. I thought was cool. But when I saw the first video, that role at the beginning was a series, and I don't know where you got all this stuff. I didn't provide it. It was it was books, me speaking at places, me, you know, uh, some of my awards. It was, it was cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad
1: you appreciate it. It was just, you know, homework, you know, you got to, like I said earlier, it's about knowing your audience. And so when I prepare for a show with somebody. I want to know who they are. I want to know who their audience is. What is their sphere of influence like? And how do I best serve them? How do I how do I be a blessing in their life, a blessing in their business? How do I be most effective? You know, the video video for the sake of video is a mistake that I've seen my entire career and I I so often advise people against it. You look at the stats and you see all the overwhelming uh, evidence that says video is amazing for a business uh, website, SEO, for for branding purposes, for advertisement purposes, uh, promotional purposes. And that's the truth. But making videos just to have a video can really damage your brand. You know, we've always heard the, the saying that you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Right. And you'd hate for that first impression to be negative. And so... I caution people, business owners, uh, managers, salespeople, that if your ideal audience is somebody that that can and will buy from you, don't worry if that sale happens today or next week or next month. Let's just make sure that sale happens.
0: Well, in the government market, more likely it's going to be next month or next year, next quarter, yeah.
1: Well, you know, and that, you know, there's another one, the no like, and trust factor. And I think in a government space, what I've seen is that the buyers in that area, arena, are really cautious about who they do business with, right? And they're very guarded. You know, it takes so long to build up your your, your reputation and your relationships that you have to protect them really stauntly and, and make sure that the other people that you bring into the fold are vetted that they're going to represent you and and take care of, you know, your mission and and your partners and, of course, your vendors and and your clients.
0: Everybody, all of the above. Uh, We're going to take our first break. You're listening to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Kurt and I will be back right after this. Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm here with Kurt Schneider, brand ready, and we're discussing – the the power of video, it's powerful in every market. But I'll, all I really want to talk about is GovCon because that's what I do. Yeah, Multiple uses for this. Let's just start with – in the last segment, you talked about the relationship side. You can use this to humanize your your key employees Absolutely. and your execs.
1: You know, there are so many ways to use video. It's really seen in the industry now – as a, um, as a tool, as a strategy. We're using video as a strategy to accomplish goals, to achieve goals, to make things happen. And so most businesses, government contractors, uh, even agencies, they want to establish their brand. Who are we? What do we stand for? What is our mission? Uh, and so that branding type video is, is very standard in, throughout the world. Products and services, right? A capability mm-hmm. statement. Mm-hmm. Those things, you know, no no longer do people really want to go through and read your capability, your past performance. If they could watch a, a 60, 90, maybe, you know, two or three minute video to see your facilities, to get a sense for who you are, what you've done in the past. It really helps to, you know, lend credibility to who you are. Yeah. You know, testimonial videos are absolutely huge. Uh, You get that third-party validation. I I like to position them as case studies. I'm working right now on our own past performance to say, you know, rather than just do a testimonial, let's show the audience a case study and say, you know, here's a business that came to us with this challenge. Here's what we offered them as a solution, and then here's the result. And then other businesses can self-identify and say, wow, if you were able to do that for them, you could certainly do this for us. And so the case study uh, technique is a really good one. But the biggest thing I've seen in in recent years, Mark, is uh, culture videos. And I really like to see that agencies and government contractors are turning away from the old, you know, employee is just a number kind of uh, attitude to really embracing – the employee, their lifestyle, their comfort, their happiness, and then promoting that throughout the company. And it, so-
0: it's funny you should mention that because when I was doing my research, Deloitte mm-hmm. has a number of videos highlighting that culture aspect of their work, showing people, you know, actually doing stuff. And they're, they're highlighting not only the culture, but, you know, Deloitte's not exactly a small business. right. So uh, I'm I'm going to go back. I didn't have a chance to look at all of the videos. I looked at like three of them. But they were pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So. Well, the great thing about culture videos is that as long as it's not propaganda and you're really making a, a strong effort to create great culture for your employees, what it does is it lets them know that you're committed to them, to their mm-hmm. career development, to their happiness. It, it empowers them to. To think a little outside the box, and, and maybe you know, accomplish things, work on things at a um, at a level that they wouldn't have before if they were just a number. And if you have any of the apples in the barrel that aren't really up to um, that standard of culture, it helps to educate them and promote that culture to them, so they see, hey, this really is a great place to work. It really does care about me and all my other. Teammates are putting in extra effort and going the extra mile. I should too. Finally, the thing that I've seen people get out of uh, making culture videos is recruiting. People who don't yet work there look at that culture video and go, that's the place I want to be. And that top talent could be from a, a competing firm or it could be from you know fresh out of school, people looking to enter the workforce and go, where am I going to hang my hat at the beginning of my career? And, um, and I imagine Deloitte's having success with that in their recruiting efforts.
0: Oh, they have a very big recruiting group. <laughs> so, one of the things that, that I've seen, uh, uh, well, more heard recently, is videos as part of the proposal process yep. in government. So, have you done some of those yet?
1: So, a few years back, I was on a, a flight to uh, New Orleans and just go to happened. Ralph and
0: Kaku's for dinner.
1: And I just happened to sit next to a a woman who was in proposal work, and she had said that they just started accepting videos as part of proposals, and, and I hadn't heard anything about it. And so I've worked with a couple companies in talking about their videos. Now, the challenge that I've seen thus far is that they understand the power of video to persuade. And, again, there has to be some sort of moral, ethical compass when when you're putting things out there, they don't necessarily want a professionally produced video. They kind of want an in-house. Like take your cell phone around your cape, right? They want to see it really kind of raw and uh, unscripted to a certain extent.
0: Right. Well, when when you come to the oral part, I've I've heard I haven't uh, again seen that uh, the oral some some agencies are requesting that you do your orals via video. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be a walking around the office kind of thing. That's going to be more like almost a webinar
1: because I'm assuming they'll throw in some PowerPoints there as well. And that's where the the principles of of proper production come in. And so if you're doing things like that, you would want to make sure that the microphones were crystal clear, the lighting was good, Um, especially with older people, right? Once you get past, you know, your 20s and, and early 30s, You know, if you don't have proper lighting, you you can really look, you know, like death warmed over on camera. And so that's not really the image you want to have. You just want to put your best foot forward and having proper lighting, proper microphones, proper attire, settings, uh, you know, that sort of production value can really go a long way in winning over your audience.
0: Right. And, And, you know, that was one of the pluses and minuses in my mind. Of me doing videos. Hmm. I'm not young, I'm not svelte, I'm not mm-hmm. pretty. Maybe once upon a time I was you know better looking and certainly smaller uh, and definitely younger but you know regardless the result that you know you you did for me with me was, was extraordinary. But you know I've been meaning to do, I've been telling companies to do videos for years yeah. and I've been meaning to try to do it myself for a while to see If it could turn out so, literally, you were a godsend.
1: Well, thank you. Um, You know, I, too, spent a lot of time educating market on, um, you know, first it was websites. You know, I remember back in the day, I would tell companies, you know, you really have to have a a website. Ah, you know, I I got this office. Under construction. Right? Now, you know, businesses certainly understand the, the value of having a web presence. You know, and after that, it was like, now that you have a website, we really need to put video on that website wasn't until social media really became accepted, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn in particular, in the business world that you see such great return on investment of producing video and then the ability to target those videos to certain groups of people. So on my LinkedIn, I can go into a specific industry or a specific topic and, and post things that that audience is really interested in and get incredible engagement from it
0: okay let's go ahead and take a break you're listening to amtower off-center on federal news radio part of the federal news network kurt and i shall return right after this welcome back to amtower off-center on federal news radio part of the federal news network i'm here with kurt schneid of brand ready you can find them at brandready.com oddly enough You can also find Kurt on LinkedIn, K-U-R-T, S-C-H-N-E-I-D. That's correct. There you go. I was afraid I'd get that I and E mixed up again. It happens. I want to talk about leveraging video as a speaker. I speak about 20 times a year, um, and people would say, you know, you'd get more speaking gigs if you had videos of this. And I, I never had a video of me speaking. Um, until you did the one of me at FCA. Right. Thank you. That turned out pretty good.
1: Yeah, it did. You know, I just want to say, you know, the great thing about your videos is the testimonials. Oh right? yeah. And so the, there's really great content, but when people come out of one of your speaking engagements, they are so much better educated and they're so appreciative of, and you can see that, hear that in their voice and their facial expressions in the way that they, they give you kudos at the end of those talks. Um I think it's those testimonials that really drive the power of those videos to an audience who has yet to see you.
0: Okay. Well, I like that because you know, as much as I speak, I'd like to do more. <laughs> but, you know, let, let's let's talk about that that thought leadership, that branding aspect. What do your company brings to the market. So, one of the things that I saw and again, I think it was Uber Flip but if you can create a, you know, you don't want a video that runs like a movie with an intermission, right? No, no <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia, no, <laughs> three and a half hours. Yay! Um, could I do three and a half? Probably, but I'd probably bore myself. About no, ten I recently in there. told
1: a client that your audience would much rather watch five one-minute videos than one five-minute video.
0: Bingo! So, uh, the the point Uberflip was making is do a series of sequential series of things you know the coffee commercial from the 70s 80s where the british guy was you know introducing some housewife person or a single woman to this brand of coffee and
1: and it was it was a series that went on for like two years and it was cool i don't recall that particular um coffee commercial from the 70s i might have been too young for that one. There you buddy. go. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're a little younger than but me. But you're absolutely right. I mean, the whole marketplace is moving towards these smaller, shorter videos for easy consumption. And if the audience is interested, then they will they will tune in for the second, third, fourth one. If there's a series of them on your website or in your blog, they will go back and they'll watch some things regardless of where they pick it up. But those short videos for Facebook and LinkedIn are, are really, really gaining popularity and and utility. We just finished filming a, uh, a series of twenty four. We call it Schneid Remarks. There you go. Right. <laughs> and so what we've done is we've taken like the top twenty four uh, stats and using video on the internet, uh-huh. we state the the statistic. And then I comment on it. And they're all about 60 seconds. They're really digestible. But they're very educational for businesses thinking about using video. If they're already using video, how they can do things better. And uh, just some tips and tricks from the industry about what uh, the power of video is and how people, businesses in particular, are using video as a strategy to achieve their goals.
0: Okay. And let's talk about that because in search, there are two – huge most popular search engines mm-hmm. obviously google but maybe for some not so obviously youtube that's correct it's, it's the second largest
1: search engine out there
0: and and oddly enough it's owned by google, google. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence that's a huge market share <clears throat> that that is definitely a huge market share but literally you can go on to youtube and find thousands of videos from hundreds of government contractors, perhaps thousands. I haven't gone that deep yet. But every major company I've looked up has videos. Mm-hmm. Many smaller companies. Some of the uh, uh, the marketing
1: communications
0: firms have videos. A couple of them suck. By yeah. the way.
1: But, um, <laughs> and that shocks me. I mean, if you think about it and you were a government contract and you're trying to win a fifty million dollar contract, and part of the winning of that contract depended upon the video that that you submitted, mm-hmm. you would think they would put a little bit more effort in that video to win that fifty million dollar contract. Yeah.
0: And and if you're advertising yourself as an advertising marketing firm <laughs> and you put out a video that's that's really what the heck is that? Um you know I'm confused. Yeah. Um, so uh, so I'm glad I'm ahead of them there because I say exactly who I am, what I do, and I'm reinforcing a brand that's been around for a while. Um, but let's talk about smaller companies leveraging this to build a position, uh, a, a supplemental activity.
1: Well, there, there's two kind okay. of values that you get. There's the tangible and there's the intangible. Um and so, if you're doing a sales video, a campaign, you can get the tangible results out of that, and look at the results and say, "Wow, we we did A, B, C, and we got D out of it, and and it worked." We're, right. We're, we're talk- but on the <clears throat> intangible side, a lot of effort is being made just in the branding. Now, branding versus advertising—there's there's a whole discussion that that we can get into there. But you know, branding is really who you are, what you stand for, what are your core values. And once you've educated the market in that and you have brand awareness and brand recognition, you get a following of people that that really believe in who you are. This goes so long and and so far in, in getting jobs, getting contracts, Winning over the population because they know who you are. They recognize what you stand for. But God forbid there was something wrong in your business. God forbid there was an error, a mistake, an accident. Having a strong brand goes really far in curtailing the response to that. If you have a weak brand and you make an error, you could get crucified in the court of public opinion. Yes. But if you have a strong brand and a track record that the population knows that you're a good person, a good corporate sponsor, good to the community, and there's an error, then they're much more forgiving. So branding is an intangible, but it's so important. And video, again, can be so persuasive. I, I, I don't promote propaganda. I believe that you right. know, if, you, if you're going to say it, it's got to be true. right? Yeah. It's got to be authentic. Yeah. It's got to be real. Yeah. and And – as long as you're operating from that standpoint, I say we tell as many people as often as possible how great you are and what you're doing in the community
0: well let's 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 touch on that for a second because the the consistency factor is is important mm-hmm. here. you know I can't tell you how many times I've met with a small business, and oh, we did a white paper once, and it really didn't do anything years ago yeah yeah and and where did you bury it um
1: or a blog, and you or, see that the, you know, yeah, there was a the blog entry a year and yeah. a half, and then a right. year and a half before that.
0: And it, oh, my, my favorite is the news section of websites where the latest news is like two years old. <laughs> right. And, but, my, but my webmaster told me I needed a news section, only if you populate it. That's right. So uh, populating video, uh, or, or m- more appropriately, consistent use of video integrated with your other content— Produces what?
1: Well, A, it it gives you a consistent touch point with your audience, right? And so if you're trying to build momentum and you're only hitting the gas every so often, you're not going to get that momentum. But if if you're really consistent on just putting a little bit of content out there, it's short, sweet, to the point, high quality, high value content right? You don't need to push your wares. You really don't need to push and and do a hard sell. I think audiences are past that for the most part. One of my clients said to me, um, nobody likes being sold, but everybody likes shopping with friends. And I thought that was really clever, right? If you can be a friend to your, your, your clientele, and help them understand what the options are and give them value and educate them on on what's happening in your industry and how that can be applied to them in their industry, then they feel really relaxed. They feel educated and and confident enough to make a purchasing decision, and they go with who they know, like, and trust, which is going to be you. Yeah, The great thing about video is that you can establish (coughs) these relationships with people that you've never met face-to-face you can publish consistently a monday morning memo or like my schneid remarks that we put out at brand ready and people will see that people i've never met people i didn't have to get in a car drive over to see i didn't have, but they start to see those things they start to get educated by them and then when they're ready to purchase they feel very confident to pick up the phone and say i'm ready let's do this
0: yeah and and you know the cool thing about using video is it me- melds well with all other forms of content so there are people who are still tactile so they'll print out your pdf rather mm-hmm. than read it on the screen there are people who want to download a podcast mm-hmm. and listen to it in the car or on their walk or when they're running whatever and there are people and and this would account for virtually everybody People who like graphics, everybody gravitates, no pun intended, mm-hmm. to graphics mm-hmm. and videos is huge. Yeah. You know, er- ergo, you know, YouTube being number two.
1: Exactly. You know, and so often when you get into the, these recruiting efforts and you're bringing on people out of university, they they grew up in the video realm much more so than people of my generation. And so they really, they're looking for those videos to educate them on training, on onboarding, on on how do they grow, how do they participate in the business. Um, And so I, I think that consistent release of valuable content is going to do a lot from the branding, sales, marketing, and recruiting efforts. But also internally, if you keep your touch points and you keep promoting your core values and the mission of of who you serve, so many government contractors, you know, they serve the DOJ, the DOD or, you know, um, different agencies that really make America what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if it's the, you know, uh, you know, the farmers of America, right? Like it's across the board, extremely effective. To have that consistent, valuable content that that people can get educated from and and really learn to trust who you are and what you provide.
0: There you go. We're going to take our last break. You're listening to Amtower Off-Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Kurt and I will wrap up right after this. Welcome back to Amtower Off-Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Uh, we're wrapping up. I'm here with Kurt Schneid of Brand Ready. You can find them at brandready.com. Brand Ready is a video production firm, and uh, they produced uh, uh, my YouTube page for me. Um, so again, thank you for that. Let's talk about the top, according to uh, Uberflip, the, the top places to put your videos. I was extremely pleased to see that LinkedIn for B2B videos was number one.
1: So, you know, I, I think it's it's kind of who you talk to and, and how you make those uh, determinations. But LinkedIn is certainly the one of the best places to put your B2B videos. Um, as far as popularity, you know, YouTube has, has been a longstanding outlet for video. Vimeo is a longstanding outlet for video. But, you know, the social networks, the, uh, the LinkedIn, the Facebook, the Twitter, uh, they, they are just – It's where video is being consumed from. And so oftentimes, as a producer, I will encourage clients to house your video on your YouTube channel, but then you share it through your LinkedIn or your Facebook. Now, those social networks have changed a little bit. They really want you to upload the video directly to their platform. And and I think there's some uh, backhanded reasons why they want that they want to own your content and have access to your content and be able to sell advertising to your content and and so there's there's a business mm-hmm. reason there but the truth of the matter is you have um, you have places where you want your your video to live that would be your YouTube channel that would be you know your, your Vimeo your, your that's the place well where they you. can't
0: subscribe to me on LinkedIn they can subscribe to me on YouTube my podcast, you can just subscribe to me on iTunes or Podcast yeah. One. So uh, on LinkedIn, they have to keep coming back to my profile.
1: That's right. You could be connected with thousands of people on Twitter, and then when you release that video content, you know, you get in front of all those eyeballs.
0: Right. Yeah. So uh, so LinkedIn number is number one. Twitter, oddly enough, is number two. It's ahead of YouTube on that. Uh, you got any – take on that
1: well you know they have such a wide um audience and so young old you know national worldwide and and the videos are really short and so you you're able to get a ton of content and a, a lot of traffic if you will uh in that medium because it's uh, it's bouncing at a much faster rate okay. From person to person and group to group and and uh and and things that, that start to rise in popularity you can see what's trending, and, and then it's that whole snowball effect.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you, you probably need a lot of followers uh, to to generate that. I only have about 2,000 on, on Twitter. I'm not overly active there. I share information. Mm-hmm. Um, but 90% of what I share is stuff that I find
1: of other people's. Well, you're known as an influencer, <clears throat> right? People yeah. look to you to, to learn and, and be educated, and they trust what you say.
0: Well, yeah, and I and I try to put out good information that way. When I find something good, you know, some somebody asked me uh uh last week, you know, why are you posting stuff from legal blogs? And I'm going, "Well, cuz it's important to my clients and part of it can impact marketing." Mm-hmm. So, I I'd rather be the source uh, than than not have the information go out at all. Twitter now makes a little more sense. YouTube obviously is the home, so that's number three. Um, and, and Facebook actually was a little further down the list. Yeah. Um, I guess that's because it's, it's really still not known as a B2B platform.
1: It really isn't. You know, Facebook is in its uh, you know, core a social, personal well, – people are getting business out of it, of course. <laughs> but, you know, you know, LinkedIn is at its core business B2B right and and Facebook is is not it's it's personal social
0: there you go so i, I want to wrap up this by by a question that I threw at you kind of late um, you know advanced notice wise, but you know um hopefully people will take away from this that video is important. Uh, hopefully they take away from this that you know having a professional partner mm-hmm. uh, is equally important. It certainly was and is for me. Um, but but tips for for videos. I mean, we already mentioned that you know some short ones are good. But mm-hmm. what what are your top tips here?
1: Well, I think right now because uh, attention spans are so short and time mm-hmm. is is short really,
0: attention span theater.
1: Yeah, it really is. I encourage people to you know start with a headline. So you want to have a headline, a topic that that really draws your audience in. And the very first thing that I encourage people to say is the gist of your video. What do you really want the audience to walk away with? What is the one sentence that sums up your whole purpose? And so if you say that first, even if people fall off at, at second 15 or second 30 or right a minute into your video, at least they walk away with what you really wanted them to walk away with. That one kernel. With. Right. And so you, you start off with that. You, bam, here's the point of my talk. And let me explain and expound upon that a little bit. Even if it's a 60-second video, some people will fall away. But if you hit them with the point of the whole thing right up front, they got, they got it. Right, And if they're really into that topic, if they're really into that that point you're making, they'll watch the whole 60 seconds. And again, we already talked about it. If you have five one-minute videos, the audience is much more likely to watch all five of those one-minute videos than they are to watch your whole one five-minute video. And so if you have it in your blog, if you have it on your website, your YouTube channel, on your social feed, you can put these videos out. You have the, the point of the video right up front And then at the end, I always encourage people to have some sort of call to action, some way to join your tribe, to join your team, subscribe to your channel, sign up for We don't do newsletters anymore, but for updates from us and whatnot. Nobody wants to be spammed, but if they're a trusted partner, if you're an educational resource, they would like to be updated from time to time on relevant content. And that type of social selling, non-high pressure is really working today, and uh, and our clients are getting a great return on those investments.
0: Cool. Um, so what what about the? Uh, you remember the Blair Witch Project? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, handheld, amateurish yep. look, huge, huge success. huge success. Yeah, and it spawned a bunch of lookalikes on various video platforms on the
1: web. None if of I'm which not mistaken, went viral. Still, <laughs> as far as investment for return on investment, one of the highest, you know, returns. Yeah, right. I think they spent fifty to make it, and they made fifty million. Right. It was like fifty grand to make and fifty million in revenue. So that was incredible right. success.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, the the emulation factor there. But but the downside of that for business is if you look amateurish, there's a trap there,
1: right? Yeah. And so. If your brand is about integrity, it's about quality, it's about you know, high performance, high level achievement, and you start putting out these selfie videos, you can really damage your brand. And so, you know, I often tell people, they come and they say, well, how much to do this? I say, well, what are you trying to do? Well, I'm trying to make a million dollars. I'm like, well, if you want to make a million dollars, let's spend a little bit to make it right so you can get your million dollars. They say, well, I want to spend a hundred bucks. I'm like, well, you're crazy. I mean, if we just turn a hundred bucks into a million dollars, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. So that it has to match. It has to make sense. It has to be realistic. It has to be authentic. Yeah. And there are ways of figuring out what is that formula and we sit down and we look at who you are what you're doing how do we tweak this and, and what do we say what is the messaging and then what is the strategy it's video as a strategy and that sale might be an immediate sale where people are ready to buy right now and they hear about you they see you and they they get online they pick up the phone they they engage in that call to action But it might be that it takes a month. It might be that it takes seven times to hear from you, 10 times to hear from you, before they really are comfortable enough to buy, to to buy in, to believe in you, to follow you, whatever the case may be. And so you just want to know what that is. The great thing about digital marketing is the analytics, Mark. And it's so important that as you engage in your strategy, You read the analytics, you go through, you talk it over with your team. Maybe you get a consultant, maybe not. But you go through and you intelligently look each other in the eye and say, what are we going to do differently this month? How do we tweak this and make this better? We got great engagement, we got great sales, but can we make it better? And every time, the people who employ the, the principles of digital marketing well get a great return on their investment. Others see success from their competitors and they go, oh, well, they made a video. Well, we just have to make a video. Get out your cell phone. Let's just make a video. We'll ride in the car. Oh, you know what would be really funny? If we said this and they end up ruining their brand. People who would have bought from them now would never buy from them. It's
0: funny you should mention the cell phone because one of my pet peeves on, on LinkedIn is people who obviously use selfies for their profile shots and the worst ones is when they're driving and they're taking a song. Oh, what kind of idiot
1: does this? Right. Um, Now there's definitely a place for the selfie video. I love (laughs) selfie. In fact, I encourage all of our clients to do that. There's a certain place for that, but it's not in your branding video. It's not in your capability statement or, you know, when you're speaking directly to your ideal audience that you're trying to win over. It's not in the selfie video.
0: Yeah. Maybe when you're uh, humanizing your company and you're walking around with your cell phone sure. taking, you know. It's company a company shot. picnic. Yeah. We're
1: here. You know, <clears throat> this is the employee of the month. Right. Those type of live events that where, where it really warrants, uh, you know, that, that selfie communication. Mm-hmm. Right. That totally fine.
0: Yeah. Because if it's produced, it doesn't look spontaneous. Right.
1: Yeah. But if you're doing a, a company address, a state of the company, you know, state of the union kind of address, or if you're out there really speaking to your ideal audience, you should put a little time, effort, and money into it. Not a lot, just enough to warrant the respect that you desire, that you you deserve. And be consistent. Consistency is, is key. I can't tell you. Everybody gets it. We have these packages where people come in, and and they can do one a month, or they can do one a week, or they right? And, and they're getting more and more popular. Well, we did what? We put three in the can in one day.
0: Yeah. 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 And that was cool. Yeah.
1: It was fun. <laughs> we shot that 24-series <clears throat> uh, Schneid Remarks. I mean, uh-huh. it took us a while to write it, but once we got to filming, we did all 24 in one day, and we can now just release them once a week, or Boom. once every other week, however we decide.
0: Cool. Yep. And in multiple places. That's correct. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Kurt, thanks for coming in, man. Always a pleasure. Mark,
1: great to be with you. Thanks for having us.
0: Uh, you'll be back. Um, this is not my day job. I advise companies on all aspects of marketing to government. Key word there is advice. When I tell you to make videos, I'm not telling you I'm bringing my cell phone to do it. Um, I, I will introduce you to a, a professional who can help you do that. But I do help companies with uh, social selling, particularly LinkedIn building that subject matter expert platform, look at the video uh, on my YouTube page, um, and and basically uh, getting, getting more traction out of your marketing program. So if that's of interest, drop me a line at mark at federaldirect.net. And thank you for listening to Amtower Off-Center.
1: You've been listening to Amtower Off-Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Tune in Mondays at noon or subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One.